Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. I really enjoyed my conversation today with Nicoletta 
Heidinger, and Nicoletta received her BA in psychology from Stanford University and her MA in clinical psychology from Pepperdine and her master's of education in human sexuality from Widener University. And she is currently pursuing her PhD in human sexuality. She offers counseling to couples and individuals addressing a wide range of issues. And you guessed it, sexuality is a big passion of hers that she likes to focus on. And today we talk about how to increase your pleasure and get in touch with your sexuality. And I really love the actionable tips and resources that Nicoletta provides today. I was scribbling tons of notes on some new resources that I hadn't really heard of. She walks me through an exercise on how to get in touch with our senses and figure out what a hell yes is for us and how to translate that into our sexuality. So you're going to enjoy that and everything that Nicoletta offers in today's show. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate You guys, you know, without you, we don't have a show. I don't get to have these interesting conversations with our guests to get the information for myself and then be able to give it to you guys. So thank you so much. Enjoy today's show. Hi, Nicoletta. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. You are welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Excellent. So I thought today we could talk about how to get in touch with our sexuality to better experience our current partner, ourselves, our future partner, and increase pleasure. And we'll start there and then we can have a conversation about how to communicate that with our partner Or like I said, we're talking to both partnered and unpartnered people, um, so a future partner. So why don't we start by maybe having you tell our listeners, if I was seeing you and I came in and I was like, I want to increase my pleasure, sexuality, I think I have a lot to learn there. How would you uh, get me started there? Ah, okay. So feel free to stop me along the way because I feel like this is a a long answer. So we can definitely stop and discuss more as we go. But I think first and foremost, I before we even get into like sex talk, I would kind of be curious to know about somebody's experience with how they prioritize uh, themselves or just general pleasure in their life. And so are they somebody who really takes the time to do things for themselves, to do things just for the purpose of having fun um, and just for pleasure? I find that in our kind of capitalistic world, we're usually putting that stuff to the bottom of our list. Uh, And so we're doing a lot of things that's like, what can I do to be more successful? What can I do to be better at this? What can I do to not miss out on this experience? And so I find that a lot of folks, and sometimes myself included, um, they say they want to increase their pleasure or prioritize pleasure. But I kind of want to assess how ready they are to actually make that a priority and really do the work. I think in, you know, in our culture and a lot of our communities, pleasure is not something that is put on a 
I guess on something that's important, we don't really live in a in a space that really prioritizes pleasure like some other places do. And so I would really, you know, invite and encourage someone to start there, not even in like a sexual practice per se, but in like a before you start the day, when you're starting your morning, do you do something for yourself first? Do you do something throughout the day to prioritize pleasure? Something that you do that's not goal-oriented, that's not for something specific, that's not to accomplish something, but just something to take care of you and yourself. That could be brushing your teeth more mindfully. That could be making a shake. That could be taking a little extra time after the shower to like lotion up your body in a like loving, sensual way. Um, It could be taking a walk outside. Uh, It could be smelling some nice smells, uh, lighting a candle for yourself, literally anything that has no goal, no purpose, just for pleasure. Um, And then I think with that, I'm assessing a lot with folks like how deserving they feel of more pleasure. So obviously if they're coming to me, at least part of them feels like they're deserving of having more, but what barriers have gotten in the way in the past that have stopped them from feeling like they deserve to have more pleasure? What are some of those barriers that you come across? Oh, I mean, the list is endless for lots of different people. And then we can talk more about, you know, where I would go from there as well. And I think barriers, the biggest one is uh, shame. (laughs) So I think shame around exploring sexuality, shame around giving and receiving pleasure, not just of the sexual kind and variety. Um, I also think it can do with lack of self-esteem and lack of self-confidence. So feeling like I'm not someone who deserves this. And that may be because that's what you've been told in your life, whether that was in a relationship or by your family. Um, maybe you were just expected to be the the doer or the fixer or someone who uh, just had to perform a lot. So, you know, what were kind of the messages that you were told? Um, I think another thing is, depending on your gender, I think especially for people in a um, in a body that has a vagina, uh, I think we are often taught as women to be the hostesses. <laughs> and so as a hostess, it's thinking of everybody else. It's people pleasing. It's making sure that everyone else is having a good time, not wanting to disappoint other people. And so at the end of the day, there's just no room to take care of self. And then it's like, I've been a chameleon for so long, taking care of and changing my color for everyone else. Like, who the fuck am I? I forgot. Mm-hmm. And Let's say you're talking to a client and we're identifying these barriers and they're like, man, I I need to take some more time for pleasure in my life. What are some tips you will give them to, and you mentioned a few things, to get that started? And then we'll talk about taking that into the bedroom. I think it depends if you're listening, how ready you are. If you are like ready to maybe do therapy, obviously go to a therapist, go to a sex therapist. Um, One way that I do this with clients as part of my like initial intake, and this is also to help people figure out their own, I would say like sexual and relational identity. Um, There's this old uh, kind of visual representation called the circles of sexuality. Um, So for folks listening, unless you're driving, Google circles of sexuality. And it's basically a bunch of concentric circles, um, including like sensuality, um, sexualization, reproductive health, like a bunch of different circles, values. um, And going through that, either with a therapist or on your own to see what have been my narratives about this to help sort of start form your, forming your story? Uh, what you know stories and things have you been taught about sexuality or not taught? I think can be really helpful to to get people started. Um, 
Next up, I would say I'm a big fan of Miss Jaya's erotic blueprint. Have you heard about this? No, no. Okay, so Miss Jaya is a sex educator. She works in partnership um, with, she has uh, two partners, so she's non-monogamous. And she has sort of created this really cool framework called the Erotic Blueprint. And the Erotic Blueprint is basically kind of almost like a personality test for who we are as like a sexual and romantic being. And so this, they offer like a free test online, but there's also articles you can read to kind of just choose what most resonates with you. Um, and so it's, it's a little bit like a personality test, but it's, I don't want folks to think that it means they just fit into one box. I think most of us have different types of all the styles that are out there, but then based on your style, you can sort of figure out what would be most helpful for you to increase pleasure. So for example, one of the styles is sensual. And so sensual is someone who's kind of really uh, sensitive and really appreciates kind of the, I guess I would say like the artistry of, of sex and connection. And so they are really in tune with smells, sounds, um, textures of things. And so if you're somebody who's a sensual I might invite them to be like, okay, at the beginning of the day, before you start with anything, is there a sensation, something in your sensory world that you know that you like? So I would maybe let's, if you're down to be my pretend client for a second, um, if you were to pick like something in your sensory world that you know is either pleasant or pleasure inducing for you, and that could be like a pillow, a blanket, uh, a candle I really like, some incense, um, a candy that I like to eat. Uh, does anything come to mind for you? Yeah, a few. Light is really important to me. Like light. How okay? Room, what's your ideal light? If it's artificial, if it needs to be, you know, if it's nighttime, then I I really hate white lights. I don't think that's out of the ordinary. So something soft, and then but preferably sunlight. Lots of sunlight during the day. In chocolate. <laughs> okay. All right. So I might tell you, and you know, I think for folks who are busy and have struggled to make a pleasure practice for themselves, um, you know, I don't want them to be like, now you have to do like hours long pleasure practices throughout the day. So like, we're talking like maybe a minute, even if that's even too hard, 30 seconds. And if you're struggling to carve out 30 seconds for yourself, then that's another issue and, you know, go to therapy. Uh, so I would say for you, I might invite you to be like, okay, for one minute at the beginning of each day, or maybe just one day a week, just to try it out, create a space where you love the lighting. Um, so, you know, if you don't already have a space like that, make your space like that, go outside, find the lighting that is your ideal, grab your favorite piece of chocolate. And then I would almost invite you to enjoy the light and the chocolate as if you were like an alien experiencing it for the first time. And so what that looks like is what I would call like savoring. Um, and so really like allowing yourself to like savor the flavor, slow down the way you're eating it, really feel it on your tongue and in your mouth and going down your throat and how it feels like it settles in your digestive system. And with the light really feeling maybe like the warmth of it, how does it feel when you close your eyes? How does it feel when you just like sit there and lay there and almost just allowing your body to do what it might like to do if you actually slowed down and gave it the time to savor. So this might not seem directly related to sex, but it is a good stepping stone on the way to giving yourself permission to receive more savoring pleasure. 
Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy... No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code I do when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney Show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. I love that. And I'm visualizing the exercise. And I think, as you said, it it doesn't have to be directly related to sexuality. It is in the context that we're using it, but it just sounds like a great mindfulness practice and a great way to treat yourself, to be in touch with who you are. Yeah. 
And so that's one blueprint. If you're not really a sensual person, you might be listening to this and being like, what the heck is that? Like, that is not something <laughs> that I would find pleasurable. Yeah. That sounds not as exciting to me. Um, so check out the other different blueprints. But just to give another example, one uh, is kinky. And so this is someone who sort of likes the taboo um, of things. Sort of the uh, the shadow side of that is there can be sort of increased shame about one desires, but the the upside is the you know, the part that maybe feeds you is sort of the taboo, the stuff that's like, oh, we're not supposed to do that. Um, And so for something like that, I might invite someone to be like, okay, for one minute at a chosen time during the day, write yourself a little like erotic story that you're not going to show to everyone. Maybe you'll like throw it away and burn it afterwards or hide it in a little crevice in your house. But just like write down a little naughty story that you wouldn't want like anyone to read, but that sounds like really delicious to you. Um, so that might be someone else's homework um, as, a, as a good place to start. But I think, you know, if someone's coming to see me, I really want to assess what their style is so I can help them learn to better speak their language and then be able to teach that language to prospective partners. Cause so, I think sometimes what happens is we, we often choose a partner that speaks a different language than us. And so a lot of people can, after time, after the new relationship energy fades, they can feel like, Oh, we're not compatible. Um, and that might be true. Maybe you're not as closely, you know, similar as you, as you would like to be. But to me, it's all about like figuring out your language and being willing to learn someone else's language. I want to dive into that. But first, yeah. I, I, I just want to mention the circles of sexuality in the erotic blueprint. I'm excited to look those up for myself because as you just said, I mean, that's so much of what we're talking about. The work is, is identifying what it is that we like and then communicating that with our partners. And I feel like I've, it's all relative, but I'm pretty open sexually to to learning and, and trying to understand myself. But I feel like I've barely scratched the surface because it hasn't been a huge priority for me and we're always evolving and growing, but it's definitely an area that I'm excited to dive into. And I think things like these blueprints or the circles of sexuality can help us discover what what we don't even know is there. So it's so great. And I want to talk a little bit about that exploration. So besides looking at these things and, and being like, huh, I identify with that. But what if we're looking at the blueprint and we're like, I don't really feel strongly about any of these. How can we start to explore to find it? I'm so glad you asked that question because I think I get so many people in my practice who have never really slowed down to actually know what they like. And so when being asked or presented with a list of like sexual things, they're like, I don't even know how to know if I like something. And so I think a, a slow way to kind of start with that, that I often do with clients, and you're welcome to do this now if you're listening, or if you know, if you're willing to, to share yours, I might say, think of something in your life, person, place, thing, experience, event that gave you a big, like, hell yes, or like a big yes, something that you were like, this is pleasant, this is either neutral or positive. Um, something that stands out is like, I know that was a big yes for me. I can share. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. If you want to share it. Yeah. I mean, I, I surf, nothing gets me more excited than like mm, when perfect... you're dropping in and you yeah, know, you're like or, hitting it at the right spot, well, the, the drop in, but just like the hell yes is like really good conditions, you know, yeah. and dropping into those. So yeah, that's strong. 
are you willing to do a little exercise with me around it? I don't want to therapize you, but if yeah, you're down, let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. Yes, for okay, sure. So, uh, and this is just an example of like what I might do, but for listeners, like pick your own thing and maybe do this along with us, uh, but don't close your eyes if you're driving. <laughs> okay. So um, I want you to imagine like the last good, great surf sesh that you had. And that could be a day that could be a specific wave. Um, and tell me when you kind of have that in mind. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So you can either keep your eyes open or close them. And I want to invite you to like get into all of the sort of properties of that day. Like what was the, what was the lighting? What was the temperature? Um, how was the water? Who else was around? Um, and really seeing if you can sense into that memory. And when I say sense into, I mean, feel in your body. Like what was it like to be there? What do you smell? Yeah. What are your surroundings? What do you notice in yourself, around yourself? Is there anything in this moment that you notice in your physical body? And share that with me if you're willing. Yeah, I feel really relaxed and, and kind of at peace. Yeah, at peace. And where in your body do you kind of notice that? My chest, I would, I would say, yeah. So like, how did you know that that was a good surf day? Like what told you in your physical being or in your head that you were like, yes, this is it. Like, this is a tasty surf day. In my physical being, I... Yeah, like how did you know it was a good day? Yeah, I mean, visually I'm I'm looking and mm. seeing the conditions are good. And then internally, it feels like excitement, like anxious excitement. Yeah. And where, where does that usually happen in your body? Like what happens? Is it your heart starting to race a little bit? Is it your like, you know, feeling like you want to move? Like, what does that feel like? Yeah, definitely heart racing and feeling energetic, you know, wanting to move. Okay. All right. Exercise done. <laughs> okay. So that is the feeling that is a yes for you. So when you're thinking of what do I like, what am I interested in, we want to go for that, those physical sensations, that feeling of maybe the relaxation or the excitement that you were describing um, and, and really figuring out what that feels like in the body. And in order to do that in more of a sexual way or with your body, um, there's an exercise called body mapping. And body mapping is, I don't know how old people listening to this podcast are, but um, do you remember those like Thomas guides that used to be in like cars, <laughs> like yes. the map of the map? So basically it's like Google Maps, but body mapping is kind of like creating a Google Maps of your body. And so it's really finding a space where you can be um, alone by yourself. You can be clothed or unclothed, depending on your comfort level. Um, and just taking time to go from head to toe and trying different movements and sensations. So that could be scratching, pinching, grabbing, slightly tapping, slapping, um, and literally going from head to toe with whatever body parts you're comfortable touching and seeing what gives me that yes feeling that I was just, just sort of describing for myself. Um, and if you find it, stay with it for a second and, and see what that feels like. Um, so I would say that that's kind of a good, these are some two good exercises to figure out what you might be interested in. If you feel like you already know what that yes feeling is, um, I would invite you to go look up a yes, no, maybe list online. Um, or, and there's an app called, um, 
kid, I think it's called uh, Spicer or something, um, where it basically like presents you with different like sexual things. Um, and you can like swipe right on the ones that you like. Um, you can even do it with a partner and it lines up the ones that you're both interested in. Um, but if you're like, oh, I already know what the yes is. I just am like curious what's out there. Read through one of these yes, no, maybe lists and just see what feels like a yes to you. And then on the opposite side, what feels like what feels like a no. And you can do that same exercise about the hell yeah with something that was a hell no and like how you knew it was a no. So valuable. And I'm just excited to dive into these things for myself. And I know our listeners, I'm scribbling all these notes. <laughs> I know I'm giving a lot of resources, but I feel like it's essential in the work that I do because sex is such a mind, body, spirit thing. And so it's complex and it is, it is a practice. It is something that takes work and energy and like desire to work on and willingness to work on. So like the more you're willing to put towards it, the more you're going to get out of it. It does. Exactly. That I was just thinking in that sense. And I don't think there's a wrong or a right, you know, if, if sex is important, important to you, but you're not doing the work, stop complaining and do the work. You know, if you're just like, yeah. I'm busy and sex is, is fine. It's not a priority right now. That's okay too. Cause there's a lot wrapped up in sexuality, obviously. And there's also this idea of like, it needs to be this certain thing, like whether it's specifically what you like, what you don't like, or frequency that you're having with your partner, all of these things, it's so loaded. So yeah, but but definitely if if you're listening to this, you're probably interested in increasing your pleasure, communicating that with your partner. So these are really excellent resources. I want to talk a little bit about what we need to do to communicate these things with our partner, how we can approach that. So we're we're wanting to increase our pleasure and we're not sure where our partner's at or we have a sense that maybe they're a bit indifferent to this kind of work or maybe we want them to do it. What are some of those conversations like? I think this is something that I work on with most like partners or couples in my space. And it is often the case where like one is maybe wanting or feeling like they want this more and the other one maybe has a different language or isn't sure if they prioritize it the same. And I feel like this just happens a lot because we often end up choosing some of our like opposites in some way. And at the beginning, that can be like an exciting yin to our yang. But then after a while, it's like, why don't you like the things that I like? Um, and so I think first it's looking at like, are you with somebody who does care about what's important to you? And how do you know that they care that it's important to you? Um, and what has stopped you in the past from, you know, expressing that to them. Um, I think a lot of people can get shy ab about some of this. And so that's where like a sex therapist or a sex coach can come into play. But asking your partner to go do that, I think can be scary. Um, and so I think to, to sort of take that step, it's really finding a way to express like why this is important to you. Um, and look, if you're with somebody who isn't willing to listen and care about what's important to you, um, you might be needing to address some other stuff in that relationship. Um, if it's just about you feeling safe enough to express a desire, that might be something you need some therapy work on to figure out like, what am I struggling with to be able to ask this? How do I like regulate myself to be able to feel confident enough to ask this stuff? Um, I think if you're feeling shy and not knowing where to start, 
Um, I think some apps can sometimes be helpful as like a, a way to like blame it on the app a little bit. So there's a, a friend of mine has an app called Love Wick, but there's so many out there that ask like different relationship questions. And you could blame it, blame it on me, blame it on the podcast to be like, oh, you know that podcast I liked? I do podcasts. Like I was listening to it the other day and like some some weird therapist chick on there was like talking about this app. And like, it, I think it'd be really funny to try it. Like, you know, it sounded interesting. Would you be down to try it with me? So like blame it on us and then check out one of the apps and then the app sort of has different categories of questions, one including sex and intimacy. Um, and so if you pick that deck of cards, you can go through those questions and be like, well, I'm not asking. It was the, the cards are asking, you know? So then it, then it sort of helps you, um, helps the door open to start that conversation. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero dot co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 
per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I've felt this way about lots of past episodes where it's like, blame it on the podcast. Like you say, hey, I listened to this interesting podcast with Nicoletta and Chase, and they were talking about, you know, increasing pleasure. I think you should check it out. I really enjoyed it. Or just share with them. That's a great way to to start the conversation. Yeah. And I think when, when asking for what we want, um, I hope I can curse on this podcast. Yes. Uh, that's, I do. I curse. Um, I'm a big fan of the shit sandwich technique. Have you heard of that? Please remind me. It's not <laughs> like it's the compliment gross, but... sandwich. It, yeah. It's, it's... I guess it's sort of like that. Um, but it's basically framing an ask as sort of a compliment. Um, and so, yeah, I think obviously it can leave someone on the defensive if you're like, I think we need sex therapy. Like clearly this isn't working. And, and maybe that is the real sentiment. Um, but figuring out like how your partner, if you are partnered, how your partner likes to receive feedback. And that could be a good question to ask first and foremost is like, Hey, if there's something that I'm not really vibing, like in our talking in our relationship, how do you prefer that I give you feedback? And sort of bringing them into that process so you know how they like to give feedback. But I feel like the shit sandwich technique, I'm not saying it's like a surefire way to get what you want, but it's a good place to start. Um, So it's basically like um, the, I would say like the nice supportive thing, the shit, (laughs) aka like the ask, Um, not that it's shit, but you know, whatever you're asking, then maybe the difficult part, and then the compliment. And so let's say I'm wanting to go to a sex therapist. Um, or listen to uh, this podcast together or whatever. I might say, um, hey, do you remember that time when you like were really down to go check out that like scary movie I liked? And I know that you're not a huge fan of scary movies, but it was so meaningful to me that you were willing to try it out because it was important to me. Well, I've been thinking and I really want to like try out something called sex therapy. Um, I really want us to like find a better connection. And it makes me feel so like sexy and loved and, and safe when you're willing to like try this stuff with me. It really, really makes me feel good about our relationship. I love that. I love specific examples like that for communication. And just to play devil's advocate, let's say I'm just picturing a female approaching a male with this shit sandwich and the male going, Hey, what's wrong with our sex? You know, like I thought it was great and getting on the defensive. Then what could someone say in response? This is a tough one because I feel like um, if you're single and dating now, 
maybe you are maybe you need to decide if you want to look for someone who doesn't respond that way <laughs> because <laughs> right. i think for me that's something that i have as like a a rule out like if someone's not willing to work on that i'm kind of like that's not going to fit with me i'm a sex therapist right um but if you've been in a relationship a long time um i think having some empathy for that is also important because in our culture men are kind of taught that like sex is the only like appropriate outlet to be emotional or like have feelings. Um, and so I think so much weight gets placed on that of like being good at sex, being a good partner. And then it's also like the only way you can like in a manly way, like express your, you know, love, express your affection, explore your feelings. And so that's not, you know, an individual person's fault. I think that's a, a cultural thing that we're taught. And so there's a lot of like, a lot of my work is like undoing and educating and like undoing cultural narratives. Um, and so I think having, having some empathy for that is, you know, is important. Um, and so if you're, you know, saying that and your partner is not responsive about it, I think, trying to really say it from like, this is something that I'm needing for me. And it, you know, it doesn't have necessarily anything to, even if it does have to do with them, you know, it doesn't necessarily have anything to, to do with you. And it doesn't mean I think like we're bad at this. Um, but I just like want to be better at things with you. And I feel like it's so sexy, um, when you're like willing to support me in something I want to work on. That's super valuable. And and yeah, anytime we're communicating about anything in a relationship, it's valuable to use the shit sandwich model that, that you're saying, right? It's not just coming out the gates. Hey, um, we don't communicate really well and, and I want to work on it. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, and it's super valuable to even sometimes preclude it with like, hey, is now a good time for you to talk? You know, we talked in past episodes about communication, obviously, and, and just the timing, you know, maybe not right as you're about to turn off the light to go to sleep, maybe don't bring it up then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Finding finding a good place uh, when you're not hungry, angry, lonely, tired, about to sleep in the middle of a fight. Um, so yeah, maybe after right after a good surf session or like while you're surfing or whatever that is. But I also I think it would be important if you're if you're a guy listening and you kind of resonate with the like, no, I'm really good at sex. Like, you know, like I don't I don't need any help. Like she comes every time. Um it's probably not true. Um, and I say this because I think we need to embrace that we're all bad at inherently like bad at sex, <laughs> you know, like we, it's, it's normal to learn how to take lessons and learn to like do stuff that we've never done before, whether that's using a computer, driving a car, being a mechanic, like whatever it is. So like, why is sex something that we feel like we're just supposed to innately be good at? I think we're innately know that we're like supposed to put the thing in the thing to make a baby, but that doesn't mean we like know how to be good or great at it. Um, and so I think embracing that we're all bad to start out with, like we're all just new and, and amateur and, and with a new partner too. Even if you had a great sexual connection with an ex, this is a new person, a new body, new equipment. Um, you just got a new car, right? Like it's, uh, so embracing, like not being great on it and that that does nothing to do with your worth or who you are, or what, what you can accomplish. But I think the, the being willing to learn and look, it may come to a place in your relationship. If you're someone who's asking your partner to do this and you're being like, Oh, this is so important to me. And my partner continues to be unwilling to work on this with me 
you may need to decide if that's a deal breaker in your relationship. Well, I love that point that we're all just trying to figure this out and and you don't need to be an expert. And that is super important to remember. And yeah, even me, I'm still learning. I'm still taking classes <laughs> and doing stuff all the time. Like, you know, it's, it's ongoing. It's beautiful. And I think with, with everything in life, if, if we have it all figured out, then it's kind of boring. It's like, all right, now what? And of course, we don't ever figure it all out. And that's the journey. That's the process and wanting and and willingness to grow into it is important. And just all the notes I took today, like there's so much in today's episode that, that people can dive into for themselves. Even if your partner isn't excited about doing it, that's also an important thing I like to remember and, and tell our listeners is that it's great if your partner's on board, definitely want them to be open to growing. That's huge and important, but they're not always going to be as excited about the same things as you or really even maybe wanting to do it because they're a different person and that's okay. That doesn't have to stop us. That's such a good point. I think, yeah, don't let your partner be your gatekeeper of pleasure. I think we're often taught that like our partner is supposed to provide us with pleasure, with orgasm and like they're the gatekeeper, but like yeah, don't let that stop you. If this is something you're passionate about, honestly, the best relationship I think most people have is with them, like, or that most people can have if they work at it is with themselves. So even if you get the most attuned partner, like I still have the best sex with myself because I know my body, I'm taking the time to learn that I'm getting immediate feedback. So yeah, don't, don't let your partner's maybe unwillingness or lack of interest in it. Like, yeah, stop you from having a curious mind and you still deserve to have that. And you can have a lot of pleasure with yourself. And then sex with your partner can be, maybe you do it for other reasons. Maybe you do it because it feels good or you love each other, but like maybe you're getting a lot of those pleasure needs already met. And then there's less pressure on partnered sex. Exactly. Well, Nicoletta, thank you so much for all the great resources. Like I said, I got a a page of notes here. I'm excited <laughs> to dive in. That's what happens when you have a therapist on your podcast. Yes. <laughs> no, I love it. And and I'll be sure to have uh, the links to everything that you mentioned today in the show notes and on our website, idopodcast.com. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? And then we'll say goodbye. Sure. So yeah, I'm a, a sex therapist and marriage family therapist based in Los Angeles. Um, if you're looking for therapy, I work with folks in California, uh, but I also offer coaching to folks um, internationally. Uh, but the main thing uh, that I also do outside of that is a, my own podcast. Uh, it's called Sluts and Scholars. Uh, so it's a kind of shame-free sex ed podcast uh, to help you increase your pleasure. So if you liked this and want to learn more, check out slutsandscholars.com or slutsandscholars on Instagram. Uh, and you can find me through there as well. Excellent. And we'll have those links, like I said, in the show notes and on our website. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, 
easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.